more morning, anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here's Aaron Goodman called Miss Me Yet. Uh, don't miss your opportunity to see that guy at Cook County Saloon on Thursday night. It's a, a concert you can only go to if you win tickets. And we'll give you another chance to win tickets before this hour is through. And a, a few times this morning, as a matter of fact. It's 610, as uh, Kelsey, who's in for Jack, mentioned. Uh, we got a chance of some flurries today and a high of about minus 10, which is well below the average for this time of year. We've had a, a cool stretch. At least yesterday was sunny for your family day. Hopefully you had a chance to get out. I know a lot of people were ice fishing, and we'll talk about that coming up and just getting outdoors and kind of... I, I was literally outdoors for about two and a half minutes trying to get our sidewalk so people could actually not break their necks on it. I don't know if anybody else has still got slippery sidewalks. Oh, but, buddy. Yeah. I had to buy the ice melt. Yeah. And I bought the pet safe stuff. Yeah. It did nothing. Yeah. So... Oh, I think it works. You're just not putting enough. I put a lot on. It just kind of... It, it, I think it just... It, it's kind of like a gravelly thing that just kind of makes traction. Yeah, it but like, I want I want to melt the ice. Yeah, it, but that also wrecks your concrete, too, I think. Well, so, yeah. Is that my problem? It's the yin and the yang. Anyway, um, you know what? Uh, of course, the Olympics continue. It's it's crazy. We're just watching some of the coverage and, like, three Germans. I don't even know how long this uh, uh, cross-country ski event was, but it must have been quite a long time. But anyway, three Germans came in first, second, and third. Just bang, bang, bang. Sweep. Yeah. It's unfair. Yeah. They should know. have rules against that. Yeah, we typically don't do well in cross-country skiing. That's one of the sports I don't think Canada typically does. Too many well. mountains. We some medals. I think we have, a, we have a favorite in one of the events. Oh, do we? And okay. remember the girl who came in third, and then the two Russians ahead of her yeah. uh, got caught for doping, ah. so she won the gold. That was okay. like eight years ago. All right. Awesome. Well, anyway, we're doing well in a lot of other sports, and we'll talk about that coming up. But again, the NBA All-Star Game, so that's basketball. This happened on the weekend. Do we know where it happened? L.A. In Los Angeles. So this th- that makes complete sense. So here's the anthem at that event before, of course, uh, tip-off. Fergie! So I think you get the idea. Fergie just kind of starts going, and she's uh, just, you know, and again, she, she probably feels like she needs to do her own different version of this song, and I think that's where things go sideways typically, right? It's so saucy. Kelsey likes it. I I really like it. I do feel like I'm listening to, like, a seasonal rendition of Santa Baby, though. Oh, <laughs> It, it, it didn't go over well. Like there wasn't wanna... enough Kelsey's when it came to this, right? No, I mean there was like shots of players like all, like trying to hide laughter. No, no, like for the venue, totally inappropriate. For the bedroom, this would work. Yeah, yeah. that's what you want. You want your national anthem to be a bedroom song. I guess you got to sing it just before you go to bed. I don't know, but anyway, it didn't go well, and it, and then I you know. Quite often you watch the Oilers, and when they're in places like Los Angeles and, and other places, there'll be that person that grabs O Canada and decides to sing it like with a different tune. You know, you've seen that too. Like they just just sing it like it was meant to be sang. But that's with any classic, right? Like yeah. you don't you don't mess with the Eagles. You right. sing it the way it is. Right. Have you just... heard my rap version of Hotel California? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. 
I'm not going to do it here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're waiting. Anyway, the bottom line is it didn't go over well. And, and that, yeah, just they're 90 seconds long. And that's the other thing, too. And, you know, and, you know, God bless the Americans, but sometimes they drag the song out for about four and a half minutes. The only person that could do that and get away with it was Whitney Houston oh, from like, yeah. the Super Bowl, right? But typically they're just like, they just drag out every you note. You don't have to make it special. Just get yeah. through it. They're not there to watch Fergie sing the anthem. They just want to see some slam dunks. I can't remember where the orders were recently, but literally it was like they just. Was it San Jose? Somebody, somebody sang the anthem there and it was a little out there. It's already a really long song. <laughs> and it's hard to sing. <laughs> Well, yeah, especially if you had your own thing to it. Anyway, that's what happened. Uh, the NBA. Matt, you've done a blog. They can actually capture that right see now. See the whole thing. See some reaction. All right. Go to kissinfm.com. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking about Fergie singing the national anthem for the NBA All-Star Game. That lady can sing a good national anthem, Carrie Underwood. It's a 625 Kiss in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Jack away this week, but uh, Kelsey's here doing a great job, and we appreciate that. It's going to be, a, well, minus 10, so uh, hopefully it's sunny like it was yesterday. Hopefully I had a chance to get out and do some uh, outdoor activities maybe on the weekend for family day. Did you guys get a chance to get out uh, at all, Kelsey? No? Yeah, we yeah. went to spin class together. We were yeah. inspired by the Olympics. We're both <laughs> aiming for six packs. Is that true? Mm-hmm. All right. It's true. And then we went for a walk because I love seeing all of the kids yeah. at the outdoor rinks. Our yeah. community league went and poured two rinks on a school field nearby. Yeah. And there's something so wonderfully Canadian Canadian and fulfilling about seeing like kids out there on the ice. Yeah. I just love it. It's true. It's a great year for uh, outdoor rinks, no doubt about that. No, have to, and you didn't go outdoors at all, did you? Not really. Not particularly. Yeah. I went to like 19 hockey games. We'll talk about that with Who Do You Trust coming up um, next hour for your chance to win tickets to see Aaron Goodwin. But one thing that hopefully a lot of people did was take advantage of the uh, free, no need to have a fishing license weekend. Then oh, they did yeah. That on the family Day weekend. So a lot of people were ice fishing. I know out at Alberta Beach, uh, with, they had their big fishing day, and I guess it went really, really well. And that we were talking about that on Friday, and we said, I wonder how many people have ever been ice fishing and uh, dropped their cell phone down the hole. See, the problem is, if you put your cell phone in your front pocket of your shirt or something like that, and then you reach down. A lot of bending over. and Down it goes. Fishing. Yeah, and that's not the only hole I think you could drop a, a cell phone down. Not just cell phone. I mean, glasses. You could drop all sorts of things down holes. Uh, for example, you drop something a little bit bigger down. And you've told this story before. but It's I, not that big. But I love it. What did you drop? Uh, riding lawnmower. Yeah. I had to bail and let <laughs> it go down a pond. <laughs> Was it like like speed and you had to jump off of it? No, it just got jammed and the braking system wasn't working. And yeah. so it was the slowest demise. You just I, I rolled off of it onto the ground and watched it just putter its way into the pond. Here's an idea. Was the steering still working? Uh, ish. It was pretty old. That's pretty dangerous, though. No, at that point, good for you. It's like, don't risk your own life. You're just, the captain. You got to go down with the lawnmower. No, it's just a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt, anything falling down a hole for you? or in, like? I'm I don't like, like to admit this, but my glasses once fell off in a bar urinal. I rinsed them off and I put them on again. Yeah. That was pretty gross. <laughs> so gross. But, like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, you need your glasses, right? <laughs> I need my glasses. My father-in-law, Ed, uh, told a story about when he used to run the Thorsby Hotel. Um, uh, they, you know, they, they, whatever, the night would be the night, and he'd be back on the, the Sunday morning to kind of do the cleaning up, and then some drunk would come stumbling into the bar, and he'd go, my teeth, and he'd go to the urinal. Sure enough, there'd be his teeth, and he'd pull them out of the urinal. What? You know. That's an odd thing to lose. You have to put them in that blue solution that I get 
before you pop them back in. <laughs> no, right? they never would. I think they'd run them under the water a little bit. Back Make sure Mitchell. it's a lot of lukewarm. <laughs> I bet he never got sick. What about you? We've got tickets uh, to the Aaron Goodman Show coming up uh, just for participating this morning. What have you lost in water or dropped down the hole, so to speak? I mean, I, too many to count. I know that things have fallen into the toilet for me many, many times, and I'll just as long as you, it's the five second rule, you get that sucker out fast, you're fine, right? You're like a cobra plucking yeah. it out of the water. <laughs> Whack! Seven eight zero four two one one three nine. You can also text us at one three nine three nine. What have you lost in water in your life? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be any different where you work today. It's like every five minutes, somehow, uh, Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer come up as of their big uh, gold medal. And by the way, there was this uh, Cassie Sharp won this uh, half pipe skiing thing, freestyle thing, and she was unbelievable too. And so, you know, everybody's going to be talking about the uh, sexy skaters that have been together for 21 years. And is it a love? Is it not love? But uh, all these other athletes are doing pretty well too. Our bobsled duo? Those two guys yeah. went super fast, won a gold. That was awesome. Yeah, okay. less sexy, though. Yeah. I don't know. Those guys are sexy. Yeah. Well, and they tied for the gold medal. Like, the chances of that are well, very, very, uh, very, very long. And they did done that, like, did that 20 years ago, Canada did, with Pierre Luders. So there you go. Anyway, the Olympics are just kind of on, and it's just kind of soaking it all in this week. And we're going to have hockey games coming up, and the gold medal game with the, the, our women's team playing the Americans again. <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I think it's going to be good, but it's, it's, we're due to not win that game. Like we've won so many of those big games over the years that those Americans just got to be all fired up. Oh, and like that women's hockey game and those two teams play yeah. is like just torture for my heart. Yeah. Cause it's so back and forth. Yeah. Ooh. And there's no contact, but there's contact all over the ice. No. It's awesome. Anyway, uh, switching gears. We're talking this morning about things you've lost down, like ice fishing holes and things like that with the family day long weekend. A lot of people were ice fishing. So you knew you were going to get a story like this. Yes, Warren. So we went down to uh, Bunk Lake actually two, two weekends ago ice fishing. And we bring our friends, and they're kind of new to ice fishing and whatnot. We got our uh, ice fishing camera set up. <laughs> yes. And... Uh, we have a little table to set our munchies on or whatever, and she puts her phone on her on the side table there, and I accidentally <laughs> drop it onto the snow. Uh-huh. So I tell her, I said, put your phone in your pocket or you're going to drop it down the hole. Well, 10 minutes later, she's farting around with the ice fishing camera, and boop. <laughs> yeah. And the worst part is, right where you, you can turn the camera, the ice fishing camera, you can see her phone there <laughs> sitting at the bottom of the lake, but we can't get it. <laughs> you have her number? We could try calling it. <laughs> we did try calling it to see if it would light up because she had a case on it. But... It's just taunting you with an eyesight. <laughs> was it backlit at least so you could see the fish swim by? And the, and the guy she was talking to on Tinder, you can see it lighting up at the bottom, but she can't respond. Fishes are swiping left. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Drinking problem. There's Midland kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Jack away this week, but Kelsey's uh, uh, here. Thank goodness we need somebody to keep us in line, Matt, don't we? Yeah, we need our babysitter. Exactly. I'm exhausted. Uh, it's right. only been a couple hours with you two. Go figure. <laughs> Minus 10 a little bit later on today. Uh, not exactly warm, but uh, it is what it is, and we'll just kind of deal with it. I guess what's coming up in the next few moments? Some great news for the Alberta Cancer Foundation. Awesome. We're talking this morning about things you've dropped down uh, the hole. Just kind of we know that with uh, ice fishing yesterday, we just just know it's happened. Somebody that was ice fishing yesterday, taking advantage of the free ice fishing, dropped their cell phone 
into the hole. You just know it happened. And we heard from Warren earlier uh, that it happened a couple of weeks ago for them. So we're looking for those kind of stories this morning. This is a less appetizing hole. Uh, mm-hmm. So this text says, one time my family came to Edmonton and we went to West Edmonton Mall. As one does. My mm-hmm. dad gave my sister the command lock for our car and kept the vehicle key so we could put all of our things in the car as necessary as we shopped. Sure. Well, my sister went to the washroom and as she leaned over to flush, the command lock fell in <laughs> out of her pocket into the already flushing toilet and was gone. And shortly thereafter, there was a fire alarm pulled. We all had to stand outside in the cold until my dad was able to walk around the entire mall to come meet us after we got evacuated. Wow, that's a great story. There you go. Is it? (laughs) Last time their parents ever visited. All right, Debbie, what about you? Years ago, I bent over to untie the boat and I dropped my cell phone in the lake. My ex gave me grief all day long about how stupid I could be. And the next day, he was down at the dock showing the neighbor how stupid I was and leaned over and dropped his cell phone in the lake. <laughs> oh, karma. I think he, he definitely took the gold medal in stupid. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Lanco and greatest love story. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Jack away this week, but Kelsey's in doing a great job. And uh, something just strange. They asked me to shoot it on Snapchat, and I don't know what was, was going on. Was it strange, but... or did it kind of give you romantic feelings? No, it wasn't no te- Tessa and Scott. It was no virtue, virtue and Moyer. I know that for a fact. Yeah, because they, they get sexy when they ice dance. Yeah. I know. thought that's what we were going for. Yeah, no, we were going for practicality. Okay. Fran called us earlier in the in the show, and she said, Hey, Chris, you know, you're talking about your wife really being a fan of that ice dancing and stuff. Maybe you should try some of those moves with her. But she said, probably with your sciatic, you couldn't. And that's so true. Like, that would be... <laughs> so sad. He's Scott going out there. Let's do the, the Chris Sheets all fours on the ice. <laughs> The Iron Lotus would not work for us. It just wouldn't. It just wouldn't. Anyway, yeah, we're talking Olympics, and uh, how can you not? So many exciting things going on, and so many stories, like I say, behind the stories, like the the hubby that's drinking four beer, watching his wife curl. And and again, in his defense, because of the time change, I mean, he just never adjusted. It was probably like more like whatever. It's still not quite 5 o'clock, but hey, (laughs) it still works. We are the station that brings back the Tennessee takeover. That's the good news of the morning. Flight 103 starts on Monday, brought to you by our good friends at Pandora, the Pandora Store and Cook County Saloon. Uh, Over the years, we've taken this plane load of people, flown them to Nashville, Tennessee, a place that you have to go to at least once in your life, and it'll be your chance again. We've uh, taken you to see Keith Urban and Dallas Smith. I know Brett Kissel's been there, Lady Antebellum. Who will be the artist this year? Well, you know what? We have no clue yet. But apparently by Monday, we will let you know and we'll tell you exactly how you can qualify. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, you talk to anybody who's been on this trip, yeah. they can't say enough about it. It's yeah. incredible. The best trip they'll ever go on. How do you complain about Nashville and a private performance with a, an all-star? Yeah, and free, right? Free, so, keyword. Right. Anyway, uh, starting uh, Monday, so less than a week, we'll give you everything you need to know on how you can be on that plane. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You're not going to believe what happened on our uh, long weekends, or should you? We'll play Who Do You Trust and give you a chance to win Aaron Goodman tickets coming up in about 15 minutes. But we like to pride ourselves in being leading edge when it comes to the new music that's out there. And we want to expose you to all that stuff. So when you go to work, you know exactly what's going on. If there's a hot new country song, you know you're going to hear it first right here on Kissing Country. Yeah. Right, guys? Yeah, that's what we, we, we want to be the first to give all you right. new music. Well, this may be the song. I mean, there's some great music out right now, so I shouldn't say maybe the best. But it, it's going to definitely be, if not uh, gold, it'll be silver or bronze when it comes to uh, 2013. 
Green when we count down the top songs of the year. I think this song is going to be in that top three. There's no doubt about it. Never heard of this guy before, but found this song, and uh, it's flying up the charts already. The guy's name is, uh, let me get this straight, Dean Summerwind. That's his, uh, Yeah, that's right. Do you guys want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Song's called Park by the Lake. We want to know what you think of it. Listen to it and then text us or call us. 780-421-1039 or, again, text, as always, 103939. Give it a listen. Let us know what you think. I'm still parked out by the lake, 80 miles from San Fe. And I'm sitting here just parked out by the lake. If you're wondering where I parked, I'm out parked by the lake. It's the lake that's 80 miles from Santa Fe. And I'm parked out by the lake, 80 miles from Santa Fe. It's the lake that's walked where I'm at, out by the lake. And this lake is where I fall, 80 miles from Santa Fe. And I'm still parked out here. That's where I'm at, I'm sitting out here parked And I'm parked here by the lake Any miles from Santa Fe And it's the lake that you remember where I parked And I'm parked out by the lake Any miles from Santa Fe It's the lake that's parked That's where I'm at, I'm parked, waiting for you.
God, I'm sorry. That is, I don't care who you are. That's funny as Larry the Cable Guy would say. Uh, that's it. The song of the year, uh, Dean Summerwind. It's called Parked by the Lake. Um, Which lake was he parked by? By the lake, 80 miles from Santa Fe. <laughs> that's that's the right. one. You know what? You're going to laugh, though. Trust me. That song is in your head now, and you can't get it out. The, the guy's real name is Dean Christensen. He's got an actual song with lyrics, but he thought just for fun he would do that one, and it's just it's hilarious. What are people saying on text? Uh, uh, great voice. I wish the song had a little more substance. I think I missed. Where was he parked? Sonia says he needs a new songwriter. Someone said, I could be famous if it only takes two sentences to write a song parked down by the lake. Oh, the first text we got was too repetitive. <laughs> a little repetitive, fair. Man, I just want to go down and park by that lake 80 miles from Santa Fe now. Oh, my gosh. I'm not a fan of this song. I think he said the word lake 150 times. <laughs> he definitely has a limited vocabulary. <laughs> hey, that's your, yeah, uh, yeah, I think you got it. It was a joke, but, hey, anything's possible. Who knows? Park down by the lake. Just wait. When Steph Hansen puts, puts that song on our radio, we're going to be eating this. 80 miles from Santa Fe. Anyway, <laughs> that's it. Thank you very much. There's your haha for the day. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. George Canyon, just like you, Kiss in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, Jack is away uh, this week having uh, some good family time with her mom in Phoenix. Things are looking good on Instagram anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. Looks beautiful there, no doubt about it. A little bit warmer than we're going to have today. Uh, minus 10, but it is what it is. We're just going to get a deal with this, and spring will be here before we know it, right? Right. Correct. Hope. Well, Chris is very pessimistic about the weather because he thinks it's not going to get above zero for the next 30 days. That's what the long-term forecast said, yeah. But um, anyway, whatever. We'll just kind of deal with it, I guess. Gonna. We're going to give you a chance to win tickets to see Aaron Goodman. It's a win. You can only get in by winning tickets. Uh, Cook County Saloon coming up on Thursday night as we tell little stories about our weekends. And again, one of us will be telling a fib. Kelsey, you go first. At 780-421-1039, we'll take caller number 10 when we're done. I, uh, this weekend, got to babysit my friend's eight-month-old baby boy for the first time ever. It was yeah. our, our first time alone. And I was so worried about him, and I had him for about three hours before they got back. I didn't want to put him down, so I just held on to him for three straight hours because I, I don't have a baby-proofed house, and I was worried he's going to hit his head on a corner or stick his finger into a socket or something. <laughs> so I just carried him around, but the irony of it was, because I didn't have any children's toys, right. I just kind of gave him sharp objects to play with, things oh, yeah. that were rather dangerous. As one does. Yeah, I had, had the car keys in the mouth, and then I thought, oh, I'll throw a ball in front of his face. Yeah, but my, my, my border collie is very ball-focused, <laughs> yes. and she kept snarling and trying to jump for the ball in his hands. So, uh, yeah, while I was trying to coddle him, I was putting him at great risk. What was his name? Kane. Hey, Kane. Here's a corkscrew to play with. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing could go wrong here. All right. What about you, Matt? Oh, busy weekend. Baseball a couple times. Had a wedding on Sunday that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very small, intimate wedding. Great food, great drinks, great laughter. All right. That's all I got to say about that. All right. And then Saturday was a big night out with uh, mom and my uncle, who's now living with us. Yeah. Well, with my mom. Yeah. And we went out, and we went to a Greek place, and they had a belly dancer there. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, they, you know, 
She was good. Yeah. She was real good. Yeah. My uncle, he's such a gentleman. Yeah. And he, he wanted to tip her. And, yeah. like, it's awkward because she's dancing the whole time. She's not just, like, stopping to take her tips. So, like, she walked by. And then for some reason, he felt it necessary to tuck the five in the belt of her dress. Out of habit, right? So that kind of bar. She handled it very well and said, thank you, and then took it, and then carried on, clink, 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 onto the big table. They're like human crabs a little bit. Oh. No, like, because they clank their little, like, simple things. Okay, got it. Yeah, like, clack, 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 clack. All right. Anyways, that well, happened. All right. Well, Friday night, we went out to the world's longest hockey game and uh, cheered those uh, guys and one lady on, and it was uh, a lot of fun. And and, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Then Saturday morning, I went to uh, the uh, Stollery Family Day Classic at the Twilligers. I needed to watch some more hockey. Then I went and watched my great nephews play hockey out in Thorsby. And then my older nephew play hockey in Thorsby that night. So I watched a ton of hockey. But here's the thing that happened. Jack would hate me for this. I won the 50-50. They oh. had one of those square boards, you know, where you buy for five bucks, you buy a square. Buck and there's a of them. How have we not talked about this yes, yet? Yes, and uh, my niece, Kenna, who's famous on this radio show, she was helping her auntie sell the tickets, and so she picked my numbers, and so we won with number four. Ooh. And so I had How much did you win, bud? 250 That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. So I had to share the money with her. You're you buying her, coffee today. I gave her a little bit. I said I was going to give her half, and they're like, I don't think that any <laughs> like bad idea. any like six year old needs 125 bucks cash to later. <laughs> and that doesn't look like a payoff at all. No. Anyway, one of us is telling a fib about our weekends. If you figure out who, you're off to Aaron Goodman on Thursday night. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Waiting on you. There's Lindsay L. Kissing the morning, Chris, Jack, and Matt. After a fantastic, well. Long weekend of Olympics. We're going to add to the beer made coming up just after 8 o'clock because oh, yeah. we've got some uh, beers to add because we've got some medals to celebrate, don't we, Kelsey? For sure. Yeah, we have eight gold now. We have five silver and six bronze. Yeah, and we just have the whole country all Twitter-pated with. And they already were. A lot of people are already in love with uh, with uh, uh, Tessa Scott. Oh, my gosh. And Scott oh, Tessa Moore. Virtue. Tessa Virtue and, and Scott, Scott Moyer. Moyer. Exactly. I know them now very, very well. I watched last night. <laughs> Clearly. Very first time I've ever watched Ice dan- Dancing, and it was just, it was crazy. It was a roller coaster. It was like, wow, the French, all of a sudden, they broke the record. They had the highest, and everybody on Twitter was uh, saying that this thing was already rigged. It was scam. It was a scam that these French uh, dancers were going to beat them. And no way, Jose. Not when it was all said and done. There's been a lot of talk this year about how... People can now fall on the ice like Patrick Chan did and mm-hmm. still win. Right. And the reason is the judging has actually become more fair because in past, right. that has been where all the drama has been, is in the ice dancing events. I think if you should fall once and get up, prove you can get back up and do it again. Like there was an American couple. Oh, it was terrible. It's like he kind of tripped and fell and they both face planted. Then they got up and they finished their routine. And in some respects, you know what? That was even more impressive than any of the others. But if everything else is technically perfect. Yeah. Then you could still win. Yeah. So you're saying you want blood in your ice figure skating? Just a little. Okay. A little jugular slice. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's not go Saturday. Saturday night there was a, a wardrobe malfunction and sure was. Rodney called us earlier in the show and he said he almost broke his nose when he put it up against the screen of his TV. <laughs> <laughs> Binoculars in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you trust? Let's play that game right now. Hi. Did you find a All right, now we have established that it wasn't Kelsey. Kelsey did actually use a bunch of dangerous toys to entertain. How old was that baby? Eight months old. Eight months old. So now it's just between Matt and I. Did I win the 50-50 out in Thorsby at the the, uh, hockey tournament? Or did Matt's uncle uh, tip the uh, belly dancer a five as she was dancing by? I think Matt's lying. You're right. You got it. Matt's a big dirty liar. My uncle did tip the belly dancer, but he did not place it inside of her... uh, (laughs) 
whatever. <laughs> is, is he single? Because he might have missed an opportunity there. Well, I think the five was more than most people were tipping. Yeah, so there you go. All right. Well, congratulations. What's your name? It's Catherine. Catherine, you're off to see Aaron Goodwin. It's a uh, win only. That's the only way to get into this big concert coming up on Thursday night at Cook County Saloon. And you are going to be there. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Thank you. Awesome. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Country Kissing Country 3.9 with a station that's bringing back the Tennessee Takeover. That's right. Uh, starting next Monday, everything you need to know about how you can get on that plane. It's a plane flying straight to Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, who will be the artist that's there? You know what? We've had some superstars in the past, guys like Keith Urban and Dallas Smith and Lady Antebellum. And we'll give you all the information you need to know on Monday morning. So that's going to be pretty darn exciting. I can't wait. It's 813. Uh, there comes the snow flurries this morning. It's uh, supposed to warm up to a minus 10, which is, uh, again, much below the average for this time of year, but we're kind of getting used to that. It's been a, a long stretch of uh, cold weather for the most part, but uh, again, whatever. It's the weather we got. Uh, Jack is away in Phoenix. Not that we're jealous about that, but we're thrilled that Ch- uh, Kelsey's here this morning to, to help us out and the rest of the week. We're talking about soreness because of the world's longest hockey game and how sore all of those players are going to be. I mean, it's going to take probably months for them to recover. Well, they're going to take 11 days off, right, to yeah. do this. So lots of those guys are back to work today or yeah. tomorrow. Like our buddy Kevin Carey is back at work from Global Edmonton, so there you he go. He is not. Yeah, that's what he told us. He's talk- going to work We today? talked to him on Friday. We said, how, how many days off are you going to be at? He says, man, I'm going right back to work on Friday. He said, I imagined a week-long hibernation. Yeah, you'd think, eh? Um, man, crazy. Anyway, we're looking for your uh, so- sore stories, I guess. The sorest you've ever been after doing something. Ooh, this one makes me cringe. This text in says, it's a tie between these two. My horse fell on a jump that we were in the process of jumping and stepped on my back. I got back on and I completed the competition. It hurt a lot. And my second (laughs) was another horse. I know. We fell in a corner and slammed us both into a wall and I ended up breaking my ribs. I did get back on and tried to complete the competition, but was physically unable and I kept passing out every time I bent over. No, I'm not hardcore. I'm just stupid. Wow. <laughs> Let's take the one thing out of the equation. How about you don't ride a horse again? That's what I did. Seriously. Well, after I, because my horse reared up, we were chasing cattle once, got scared. I got scared, reared up, came right over top of me and broke my humerus bone, which is like up here. Not big funny one at all. Arm. No, it was not funny at all. So, yeah, I eliminated Great that problem. By the way, Kelly. I kind of wanted to laugh at it. No one did. <laughs> That was good. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Well, when I was twelve, I went to gymnastics camp with my cousin, and basically we had only been to gymnastics like one hour a week, and then we were put in there for eight hours a day for a whole week. And so after about the third day, we could barely move. Gymnastics camp. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I can't go. I'm too sore. Oh man. Eight hours of gymnastics. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. That's a lot of uh, what do they call it? The hobby horse, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember. What it's this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, yeah, Jack is away in Phoenix, so uh, Kelsey's here doing a great job. It's 826. Uh, snow flurries this morning, as we're called for, and a high of about minus 10 a little bit later on. We're talking about the sorest you've ever been this morning at 103.939. We got a call from Daniel a few moments ago, and he was one of those guys that broke his ankle playing football, but somehow he had to keep playing because they didn't have anyone else to play, or he had to stay on the field, and he played through it. So 
Tony Gabriel. You guys probably don't remember that story because you weren't born. I was barely born when he played in the Grey Cup with like a broken leg, and he was just hopping down, the, oh. hopping down the field and catching balls. Well, and there's that story about the one guy. I guess isn't really sore, hmm. but he broke his finger so bad that he couldn't play, so he cut his finger off. What? So he could play the game. Oh. <laughs> just getting Dedication. in the way. Just getting in the way anyway. All right. What are we getting on text? Kate said, I totally agree. Childbirth aside, I totally second the mud hero with no training. Uh, that being said, after my daughter was born, I got fit and did again, and I was totally fine the day off after the second time around. Hmm. I challenge you, Chris. Yeah. I'll do it with you. We do no training mud. A tough oh, yeah. mutter. That's wise. Remember one of my favorite stories, my friend Craig, uh, how he didn't really do in, look into it. He just decided he wanted to run a marathon and he thought the best way to run a marathon and train for it was the day before run a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I love, yeah, that is one of the best stories. But he, he did it though. He ran a full marathon yeah, the day before. Yeah, he ran a full marathon. Yes, yeah, so he ran 26 miles and then he did it the second day. And, and he had trained a little bit, but he had, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to taper off for like two weeks before you run your marathon, right? Like you're supposed to be going down to like two mile runs the day before you run a marathon. <laughs> Where his feet just ruined? Oh, it was, yeah, it was, I guess, a disaster. Yeah, he just took them off and yeah, it, you couldn't even tell they were feet after that second marathon. Anyway. Just terrible. Uh, Vegman's with us right now. What's your story about the sorest you've ever been? Sorest I ever been. I got the notion with a buddy of mine who was a bull rider. Yeah. I uh, decided, yeah, okay, we'll give it a shot. Got on there the first time, got fucked off, was pretty sore. Second time, got on there, did the eight seconds, but broke two ribs. I was down for about eight weeks. Wow. We should see the bull. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Faith Hill and Breathe. Kelsey was just saying, I love Faith Hill. I love her. I especially love her song, This Kiss. Yeah. Everybody does. Brings you back to to a happy childhood. Sorry. Shoot your childhood down. Yeah. Just give me the stink eye. I was filling in for Scotty last week, yeah. and there's something, you just feel safe when you're in this room alone, and you share maybe more personal things than you should. Yeah. And I shared that I used to practice, like, kissing, like, my kissing faces in the mirror before I'd ever had my first kiss. Right. And I would play this kiss over and over and over again, practicing, like, how I would, how I'd kiss with tongue with a boy. And I shared that. <laughs> with tongue? <laughs> with, a that was, spice on that. That was pretty exciting. And then I walked out and I had to go to a volleyball game and I bumped into some girls and, like, we were just listening. And, uh, oh, no. you said you, you feel like you're probably not alone. Yeah. Yeah, you're alone. And I was yeah. like, okay. I just kept walking. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I couldn't tell you what girls normally do, like, you know, when they're in their you, like, bedroom. It, yeah, you practice, you get your training bra, and you practice your kissing faces. <laughs> you sound like they, Scooby-Doo there. That was, that was something else. Let me tell you, that's a tangent right there. <laughs> it's 844. Uh, by the way, uh, you got to say uh, congratulations to Steve Sardakny and everybody that was involved in the Stollery Family Day Classic. Uh, just raising, they've raised millions over. They had 2.2. I think they're now at 2.5 million dollars for the Stollery Children's Hospital. Uh, the hockey that happens at Twilliger, I went out there and watched some of it. It was just great. Four and four hockey, and these kids are ripping down the ice. You cannot believe how fast these little people are. It's no wonder the Connor McDavid's are. Coming
coming out in the world right now because it's just it's crazy. Like the seven year olds are skating like the ten year olds used to. I mean, it's crazy how they play. Which is makes me feel old. The fifty five year olds aren't skating very fast after they played in the world's longest hockey game. Our buddy Les Hennig, who's a buddy of ours, I was just asking his wife Colette uh, about how he would how he's doing now that he's off the ice, and she said he only woke up once last night thinking he had to get dressed and hit the ice because <laughs> that's the problem. The like, shift work, right? He's like, oh, I gotta get dressed. Like, she says that happens every time he plays for a, for a few days afterwards. He's, he's the hockey night terrors. <laughs> oh, where's my skins? <laughs> Oh, my shoulder pad. <laughs> I can only imagine. Do they, do they leave the gear on? What when they no? They take it off, right? They take it off and but then they the, go sleep in the But you're trainers. up so quickly, isn't it? Like four hours since? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you're back playing again. So. Oh, but you're so sore. You want to like conserve that energy, having to put all the gear back just on. Just getting be awful. dressed, and they yeah. got and they put so many layers on because it was so cold, right? It just it was crazy. It would take you 45 minutes to get dressed. I mean, it, unbelievable. Anyway. I really appreciate the topic change, by yeah. the way, guys. <laughs> I had to switch it. Yeah, normally we're not supposed to talk about more than one thought per break, but I had to get away from you making out with your mirror with the tongue. Just... This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kelsey, you are an Beer, beer, beer. Yeah, our beer amid is now uh, back up and uh, it's functional again. It had some uh, issues. Let's just say the beer amid building did not go well and uh, Kelsey tried to blame me. Yeah, whose uh, fault is it, Chris? I went back in the video. I'm telling you. My, the video replay my shows me in the clear. Have, my beer might have been leaning a little bit. You, you put your beer in the wrong place and that set things off. So anyway. See, Tessa and Scott don't argue like this. They don't. They They've don't. got each other's backs. They, they also are winners. Yeah. What have you guys won? <laughs> Uh oh, I shouldn't have said that. No, Here no comes that's Chris. a good point. No, that's a good point. No, you're both winners. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all good. Uh, that's pretty much it for us today. Thank you so much for uh, participating, being part of the show. Uh, it's been a fun one. Uh, Kelsey uh, Campbell is here for uh, Jacqueline Sweeney, who is away in Phoenix, and Matt and I are we're here. Uh, it's good. The good news is that it's already Tuesday. That's a great thing about a long weekend, right? Um, yeah. We're one final call about, or I guess text about, uh, you know, ways that you've hurt yourself or the sorest you've ever been. This is from Holly. She said, I used to work for the Lethbridge Hurricanes ticket office while going to university, and I got the opportunity to manage my first ever concert, which was Snoop Dogg. 20 minutes in, he starts smoking, you know, illegal things on stage with the audience following suit. I started running down the concrete stairs as fast as I could to yell at his manager, and I slipped off the edge of the stairs, landed square on my tailbone. It was cracked and took eight weeks to heal. I couldn't sit, stand, or bend, all while attending eight hours a day of university. Needless to say, mean Snoop, friends off. I think that's bad. Yeah. What do you think talking to his manager is going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Snoop, Snoop, Holly said. <laughs> Snuff out that joint. Oh, sorry, Holly. <laughs> I know this isn't true, but I mean, the, the ironic part was it then went full circle. The only way Holly could deal with her, <laughs> her little cannabis was a yeah. medical marijuana. The old laser lettuce exactly. for your tailbone. Thanks for, call, uh, thanks for texting and calling all morning. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.